Well, well. Hello, folks. And are welcome to We the People. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you are going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national team. I'm Clayton. I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I'm a web designer. And we love the Nats anyway. Always. All the time. All the time. Even right Go now. Go on, baby Nats. Let's do it. It's We the People. It's We the People. It's We the People. It's We the People. The game it was, USA versus Ireland. Welcome to our review and preview of USA versus France. Thank you for joining us. This is this is uh this is gonna be a good one. Uh, spoiler alert, we lost. If this is the first you're hearing about this, not all American fans are tuning in these days. Uh, we lost two to one, and we're going to break it all, break it all down and talk all about it. Remember, uh, follow us at WTP Pod on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us. We love talking to you guys on there. And rate and review our show, por favor. We, we have love. 46 reviews, or sorry, 46 ratings. So some lucky listener. <laughs> we'll get to be number 50. Will it be you? <laughs> yeah, long ellipse there. Everyone waiting on the prize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Thanks, y'all. Please, Thanks, please y'all. rate the show. And, and for real, we might uh, read your review on uh, if you do a written review. Yeah, we we will. might read it on the show. Yeah, we will read it on. We won't read it on the show, but a special guest will. <laughs> it might Some get read. Guest. It we'll might see. get read. Yeah. Passive yeah. verbs here. Folks, uh, let's discuss. Shall we line them up? Ty, you good to go? Shall line we do this up. thing? Up, so good. Let's line them the fuck up. We got we got game to talk about. Okay, okay, okay. The game was USA versus Ireland. Boys, line them up. Both gloves are gonna go to Bill Hamid. Our uh, center backs Billiams. will be Billiams. Our center backs will be Matt Mattford Miazga, the other Franco, and Cameron Carter Vickers, one half of our law firm. Uh, we've got he's a partner. He's, he's a partner. One of the partners. In the firm. <laughs> <laughs> we got DeAndre Yedlin and Via Fania as our wingbacks. Uh, we're gonna have in our, as our three central midfielders, Sueño, El Sueño, the reality television star, to match Riff Raff Via Fania. We've got our, our our central midfield three. It's gonna be Will Trap with the robot hands, and then the founding fathers, Weston McKenney and Tyler Adams. It's your boys. It's your boys. Couldn't be more excited to see those two line up. Our front three is going to be Rubio Rubin on the left. Ugh. Bobby maybe rather wouldn't. And then Tim Weah <laughs> on the right. Weah! Weah! That's that Weah. It's that Weah. Guys, one. this yeah. game uh, was kind of stagnant. I watched it with, with your boy Kevin, who's becoming a regular mention on this show. Uh, your boy K dot came over to 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 view uh, real quick in between his Ubering, and I'm constantly trying to convince him to watch this team, and this was not convincing. This show, uh, <laughs> it wasn't good. So uh, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of uh, Ireland seeming to be a more mature team in the U.S. Uh, ha- exhibiting individual talent, but not really gelling or attacking or pressing or doing a whole lot of anything. In the 45th minute, we'd get an undeserved goal from Bobby Wood due to a due to a um, a, a goalkeeper who was as still as concrete drying. Uh, Defensive just, lapse, yeah. just a total lapse all around. Lots of lots of undeservedness here, and. Uh, and and my fear came true. Bobby Wood scores in the forty fifth minute. Uh, then it, the it, relationship is back on. 
I know, it's terrible. <laughs> She's back. She's back. And all, all the brothers and sisters and friends of the USMNT are concerned. Uh, yeah, we've right, got, right, we, yeah. we come back for the second half, uh, have a little bit of a, a, a Bill Hamid blunder. He, he then was, was, got a little confused Billions. by this Billiams planned corner, got a little confused. And, uh, and someone scored, maybe Lenahan, maybe Burke. Some somebody scored for Hard sure. To say. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> we saw like a fucking million substitutions as per usual. I'll run through them: Tim Parker, Josh Sargent, Shaq Moore, Luca De La Torre, and Joe Corona all joined us for this. And uh, just in time for in the last minute, Ireland would go ahead two one on an Aaron Judge goal. Another lame ass goal. We just looked like butter. Uh, easily cut through. And that was it. Two to one. Ty, what were your first impressions upon watching this friendly? Basically, uh, just to cap off the whole Kevin thing, you walked out. It was awkward. I was like, enjoy the rest of your day. Sorry. Sorry for inviting Sorry you over. Sorry on behalf of the My Nats. Bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought the game was okay. I thought the performance right. was decent. A little bit of a different um, taste, huh? What, tell, tell me yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw the press working decently well. I saw some, some Adams and McKenney forced turnovers as, as is the plan to have them, those two kind of bombing around all over the place. I saw some kind of ridiculous touches. I saw some, some decent combination play. Um, I saw lots of, you know, out of sync, uh, one twos and things like that. But I thought that the performance was just as good as the performance against Bolivia. Um, so I don't really know why everyone else is so, uh, is so underwhelmed because <laughs> I think, I don't know, you, you have to take the opponent into account, right? But what, what we saw is, you know, the U.S. Uh, led going into halftime. Um, I didn't think it was super undeserved. I mean, overall, we had a decent amount of chances. We had a decent amount of shots. Um, I think it was one of those kind of coin flip games. I think we, we played just as well as them. And I think if you're uh, an Irish fan and looking at the, the way the game played out, you would have to think that the U.S. team has a brighter future than than the Irish team. Um, we had younger players, even deeper on our depth chart, uh, playing them at home, um, and we went toe to toe with them. So, sure, yeah, I was I was pretty happy with what I saw. Um, I think with with a couple you know exceptions, you have to say that the Hamid thing is probably not going to work out super well. Um, it was incredible to hear that he has he going into this game had six caps for the u.s uh that's ridiculous because he's he's been called in at least 50 times <laughs> so he's been he's been an amazing he's, got, he's a he's 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 a standard he's got a nickname it's he's a billions. standard <laughs> yeah billions yeah he has a nickname he doesn't he has he has fewer caps than players with no nickname on this show so um but one another little tidbit from uh the game in philly when i was there um hamid is just he just like holds court at these press conferences and he has he has like a a, a presence you know he's he's a he's a really cool collected together guy very insightful very interesting person so i think there is something to his presence um on the team that that helps in in the vein of a uh Nick Romando for instance so it could be that that Billiams becomes the Nick Romando of the of the you know coming cycles where you know he has to he has to be sharp but we're not expecting I'd to be use happy him. with that how old is our um, billions yeah, I'd be, these I'd days I'd be totally fine with that I'd be totally fine with that How um, old is our billions these days 
Oh, mid twenties, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, we got yeah. eight years of yeah. bench warming to come. Yeah. from this guy. Yeah, yeah. and mentoring. Uh, b- billions of games. So, so he's <laughs> get get in the third goalkeeper spot. Billions. Yeah, man. Uh, and let's let's uh, let's get Horvath and Stefan back back in the rotation. I think they sent back Horvath, right? So it's just Stefan in, in camp right now, and he'll 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 probably go in uh, in Lyon. Yeah, I like so. that. I like that uh, Sarakin or whoever is making the choices. The the group mind is uh, allowing the people. That, the hive yeah. mind is allowing instead of cutting games in half for people, they're they're giving ninety to someone and then saying thank you. Like that's what yes. we needed to see, dude. I like it's really that nice. a lot. It's really I, nice. Yeah. So I, against Bolivia, they kept the two center backs and the holding midfielder the whole match, which was Weston. Uh, Zimmerman and um, EPB, and I think they did the same thing this time, right? It was so, yeah. Miazga and CCV went ninety, and Trap went ninety. Yeah. Um, unless I'm missing. No, something. no, no. Um, yeah. What's his face? Uh, Tim Parker came in for CCV, but it was negligible. Oh, okay, it yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ex- but exactly. But as yeah. opposed to having, er, having like Eric Palmer Brown. Uh, in the last game, get subbed out for Cameron Carter Vickers, and 60th. then do that again this time. It, right, they right. Have yeah, I like, second, I like that. You know, we have our yeah. top choices getting the main, the uh, the the main slot for the whole game, and then maybe getting subbed out at the end or whatever. But people are getting their game; they're assigned to a game, and it seems right. as if Zach right. Steffen, having seen Billiams now, Zach Steffen is assigned to France. We'll see if that's true, but that that would fit perfectly with everything else that is. Yeah, going that on. that would make sense, and I, I I like that approach. I think that's that's more realistic and then what you can do with the subs like Delatore for instance is he's essentially auditioning to be a sub you know yeah so you get to see him come on in a game and see how he does like right. Shaq Moore is another one yeah uh, Shaq Moore would make a great sub because he is you know he, he he's kind of that athletic um person you can put in to stretch a tired you know wing yeah. winger or, or fullback on the other side of the of the field so um yeah, that 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 makes sense to me, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 down with the with the Saracan experience. I think <laughs> this has I, been good. He, he, as as caretakers go, he, he's taken good care of yeah. the of the team, and the yeah. process is. I think the process is progressing well. Like I think all the mistakes, like you know, I, I guess the second goal is essentially Miazga getting getting hung out to dry, yeah, which and the, is and a little concerning. It is there in in the um, first goal as well. There's a moment from uh, Tim Weah. He just he yeah, before the Weah cross comes in. Weah just, that's yeah, not defense, right, right. you know. That, and then like, and and I think you know you have to put the the first goal on Hamid for go, you know going for a ball that he doesn't get. Like if you come out of your area, you got to get it. Yeah, or you know not out of your area, but if you if you lose leave your position, you have yeah, to get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He was two feet so, outside the post, man. You, right, like right, what right. are you doing out there if you're not if you don't have a grip? Right. Right, exactly. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think these are, these are, you know, preventable, fixable kinds of things. Uh, and I think that overall what we saw was a, a raw but talented team, which is what we expected. Um, and there were, there were a lot of really cool little individual moments, which I liked. There were. There were. The individual stories are developing perfectly well. Um, I wish there was no Bobby Wood. We've already discussed that. Let me ask you a question. Why... <laughs> Do you think it is that it, the press felt a little underwhelming for a lot of people? You mentioned you saw the press and you you were satisfied, but a lot of people are like, where the fuck is the press at? You know, McKenney and Adams, I myself had been waiting forever to see that pairing. I'm all K-Dot, K-Dot, watch close at these two guys. They're, gonna, they're, they're just going to ravage this uh, back line. 
and it was a, it was all right. So what happened? Oh, I mean, what, well, what happened and what needs to change for that, to, for them to be, you know, more terrifying. Again, not terrible, wasn't terrible, but I, I just don't see them, didn't see them like being terrifying in this game. Right, right. Well, it is a step up. So, and, and the thing with the press is that it's very easy to get around if the other team has a certain level of technical ability, you know? So essentially what you're doing is putting their technical skill to the test. Mm. Um, and so it makes sense that in the, you know, probably one of the higher levels of technical skill that we'll face, uh, that we faced in this, in this sort of stretch of games, uh, that the press would look worse. Um, and then there's also a factor of coordination. So when you have players who are just getting used to each other, they have to kind of figure out how they're going to orchestrate and how they're going to, um, let's see, like trigger, you know, when, when we're going to press in a certain position, what's, what's the cue that's going to, that's going to, um, make us go or not go. And you really want to go or not go in unison because it's much, much more effective to, to kind of hunt in packs than, than one at a time. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that it would have an off game, but I, I personally, I didn't see like a huge drop off. I just think the results, you know, I think I, I would say maybe Ireland did a good job of playing around it at, at times. Um, and then you did, I, I don't want to blame Bobby for everything, but the, there was a lot of he sucks headless a lot. chicken. He sucks at passing. He sucks at shooting. Pressing. So, but he, that, that, he's the kind of player who, if, if he were to be useful, that that would be one of the things that he would be really useful at. So I think, you know, it's it's just a matter of practice and time. And I think at the very least, you can say that the idea was there. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the one other factor, this goes back to the other kind of tactical stuff that we've been talking about. Is it 4-1-4-1? Is it 4-3-3? Against a better team away from home, it should have more of a look of a 4-1-4-1. Yeah. Whereas um, at home against a weaker team, it'll have more of a 4-3-3 look. And I think that plays into the press because if your wingers are essentially tasked with more like traditional defensive duty, then they're not just like in the right place at the right time to press the fullbacks or center backs, you know? So, um, but yeah, you, you thought to your eyes, it it looked like the U S wasn't, wasn't going for it. It did a little bit. And I, and not, I don't know. It just didn't seem like they knew when to pull that trigger that, that everyone go trigger. And as the game went on, you know, press is naturally, decline as the game goes on and and if you start sure. from a not certain place it it, it only gets even right, more right. wishy-washy and i, I just right, don't think that right. the press ever really like took hold and 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 stuck and i'm not sure why that is i mean there was a, like i missed you know um will trap is a much less uh he's more of the quarterback there in the six than he is the destroyer. And so maybe it was a little right. bit of that yeah. difference from, uh, obviously from there's the West, quality the difference. West experience. But yeah, yeah. The West experience at the six is, is that Jermaine Jones destroyer. And maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I was missing some of that. Um, I don't know. I think it, I, I don't know. As I talk, as I think about it now, it makes more sense to have a quarterback versus a weaker opponent and a destroyer versus a stronger. Um, so we'll see. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what, the choices uh, versus France. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they want to approach that game. There's a lot of factors to it. Um, you kind of almost don't want to win. 
<laughs> like you th- you want to you want to keep getting invited <laughs> to do these things uh and you know it's not that we would have a great chance of winning even if we tried um but it, it i i don't think that some of the tackles that were flying in against ireland are going to be flying in against a world cup bound well French team. yeah there are two things um, i think here's the things i think that will make france not want to do this again one is if we injure them any of their players yeah uh, don't exactly. do that definitely and don't do that the way weston guys. was going yeah. in against bolivia would be hold unacceptable hold on, hold on, hold on. uh in this game and the other thing, honestly, is if we get wrecked like a 6 nil, a 7 nil. Right, right. That's there's no, no reason to play an yeah. opponent like that before a major right, tournament. Right, right. So coaches won't like that. I think if we win, I, I just don't, we're not going to win. But what, what would that mean? Would they be upset? <laughs> a, I don't know. A, a nice like a 2-1, like, you know, sim- similar similar uh, game profile where yeah. we show up, we do well, right. but, but, but the home team... The, takes it down. The That's ideal is that we provide, good. yeah, we provide a nice yeah. little, nice meaty challenge uh, to boost their confidence and the and and but be good enough that yeah, it actually could boost their confidence, right? But anyway, we don't give a fuck. But well, all I'm saying is, um, <laughs> it'll be curious to see how they approach it because I don't know whether they'll see it as like, the culmination of the camp. Therefore, it's the most realistic you know it's the it's it's our highest you know highest strength lineup from the players that we have or Or, if they're going to go at it as another sort of uh repetition in this um sort of uh cycle that they have going is it just the last game by game by game game. yeah yeah is it just the last of the same kind of thing or do they see it as like a build-up to a big event you know and sometimes it's the, the latter i hope it's the latter and sometimes in the uh uh, in in this final friendly type of situation, coaches will have one weird question that they just need answered. So they'll right, play right. one player who's like, you know, just maybe going to be a sub or something. They they just have one weird question that they need answered. And it is not, not sometimes not representative of what the team normally does. But right. no matter what, as far as we're concerned, as far as the U.S. is concerned, we're going to get everything that we ask for. No matter what France decides to do, we're going to be playing our third game in a series of escalating challenges, and and it's a it's a major world power in right. you know football right. power. No matter what France does, so that's great. Right. That's great for us. Um, so to to quickly close the loop on the the Ireland game, I thought it was the kind of game where if a couple balls bounce our direction and a couple balls uh, don't bounce their direction, that we would have won. And I think the the narrative and the uh, sort of color that people see the game with would be completely different if, you know, Hamid comes out and catches that ball or if, um, you know, Miazga just totally. sticks a foot in at the end there. Totally. And like those, those moments aren't commensurate with the amount of difference in the reactions. So I think that's something that, like, when you're evaluating a team like this, it's important to be mindful of that the, you know, as people always say, the result really, really doesn't matter. At the same time, I, I don't, uh, is it just me or is nobody overhyping Sergeant and Wea? Like, I don't, I hear everybody talking about how they shouldn't get overhyped and like, they're not, you know, they're not <laughs> world beaters all of a sudden, you know, oh, I hear people saying, it's like, I don't see people saying Well, that. I'll tell you what, <laughs> man. I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting there with KDOT going, look at this kid, Josh Sargent. He signed a Verde Bremen. He's, a, he's the next kid that's on a similar path to Wesson McKennie and Pulisic, blah, 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 blah. And then that's when Twelman goes, we can't overhype this kid. He's not yet played a professional match. I'm sitting there trying to evangelize to Kevin. I'm like, damn it, Twelman. I was so close. <laughs> Twelman. Okay. MVP 
either MVP or LVP, though however you look at it, <laughs> is Taylor Twelman. Yeah. This he was he was dropping bombs this game. <laughs> it was incredible. The, my my highlight in fact my highlight of the game was uh they came out of halftime. Twelman was pissed that it was fourteen and a half minutes instead of fifteen minutes, and so they cut off the, the broadcast. And oh Twelman my god, said, yeah, he's like, oh, what, yeah, well, yeah, what, what did he say again? I wrote it down. He said, well, it, they, were, they were in a hurry to come back from halftime, but they weren't in a hurry to, uh, to return the RSVP for the party that's in 10 days. Boom! Headshot <laughs> on the entire Irish FA. <laughs> Taylor Twelman. Shots fired. Down. Shots fired. Both like, teams in the grave still shooting... Yeah, this is probably shots. a clerical error, not like a cultural. <laughs> Damn dog. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they were trying to piss you off, dude. It's so just, yeah, so the, mad, so mad, and yeah. Yeah, I want to give a I want to give a peep fire. nomination right here, right now, to the, to, the, yes. to the one and a half minutes Lock that will in. never be versus Ireland. The one and a half minutes that we lost, let alone the World Cup. I'm, I want to give a quick peep nomination to the one and a half minutes we lost during the Ireland match. Yeah, yeah. The, that was best, maybe best moment. We'll see. We'll see how the year goes. That could have been the best minute and a half <laughs> that of, was the of the best. year. That was the best. That, was, that minute and a uh, half brought Kevin closer to being a fan of this team than any of the playing time we've seen on television. My other, my other favorite uh, Taylor Twolman moment was he, he was talking about Robbie Keane's goal record, and he was like, well, you know, it helps if you get to play the Faroe Islands over and over. And then he goes, he goes, no disrespect to the Faroe Islands. You know, I'm sorry. I apologize. Like genuine, you know, sorry. That was kind of shitty thing to say. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's, I wish I played them a couple times, though. Yeah, no, he's like, he's, like, he's, 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 he's a, he's a, uh, he's a player You know, you the, the, there's a difference between the, the broadcasters and the players, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's, absolutely. this guy's like. You know, he comes out sometimes. Because what do you think the discussion's like for his entire career in those locker rooms about those items? Yeah, exactly. You know? And for the, for the record, I love it. I want, I, I absolutely want those things. And one of my favorite moments in, in broadcasting, sports broadcasting history, is after John Brooks scored at, uh, in, in 2014 when Taylor Twelman squeaked audibly and just could not contain himself as, as I think it was Adrian Healy was doing the 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 play by and Twelman's like I got chills (laughs) the ball goes in so we love you Taylor Twelman keep keep doing you we love you Tay savage people on the regs do it we love it we love it join us come on the show uh reach out to us Tay Tway at WTP pod rate and review us but we'll have you on the show dog you can put anybody you want on blast from yeah. from WTP Pod. Yes, so we got your back. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. Just give us a call. I'll put you on speakerphone. We'll fucking do this thing. Uh, <laughs> we got. Let's see, Martin. Uh, just some final notes, and then we'll we'll jump into France yeah. in earnest. Yeah. Martin yeah. O'Neill yeah. is cool. He's really cool. Um, is he cool? Yeah, I think so. He's a cool coach. Wow, I, he he looks to me like somebody who you'd see at. You know, ten in the morning, drinking in a <laughs> sports betting establishment or something. He seems, uh, yeah, he Speaking seems of shots like intelligent. Fired. Sorry, damn, I'm sure maybe you're you a nice need to guy. go on Taylor Twelman's show. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and exactly. the only other thing I wanted to mention is that, yeah, I don't know. He seems cool to me. I don't know. He's he's a little nerdy, but cool. Uh, the last mm. thing I wanted to mention is 
I didn't like the I didn't like the braids on Yedlin and the, the the broccoli top is back. We got a lot of broccoli tops out there. I mean, not on Yedlin. Pardon me. I didn't like the braids on Weston McKenney, um, and the broccoli top is back, and I'm really happy about that. We got a lot of broccoli tops out there right now. How and, and how does that it. work logistically? How do you get? It, that that seems like a really complicated operation. There's a lot of downtime though, I guess, in athletics. You know, because you can, your body can only train <laughs> well, dude, four hours hair, a day. The so, hair is is yeah. is so important. Um, the, you know, the, to to a soccer player, it's something. Who who was it? Something Dunin went on the Cooligans podcast and talked about this recently. That these players have their their lives are so regimented, but they they can right, be right, so free yeah, in like, their hair, right? So they right. have all. They, that's something that they'll put a lot of time into. They're not like the NFL players' tattoos. Yeah. It's like the only thing they can customize. Right. In right. there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad he, I'm glad that Weston McKenney's unleashed the broccoli top once again because, because I fuck with it and I, and I, I think it fits him better. Agreed, agreed. I, I want to. Uh, sorry, one last thing from this game. Just a few more. One last thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's, I'm we just thought like it was boring. But it turns again. out like, it's oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed watching this game. Yeah. And there was a sequence that, uh, that is emblematic of what I'm talking about, where I think the performance was pretty good. Just couple little mistakes which was there was this um crazy like ping pong build up it was midway through the second half that led to bobby wood not even looking at Weya, who was oh, wide open God, in space on the brutal. right bobby wood and it was sucks. like well and it was it was maybe like a 10 pass sequence um that started on the left hand side and then it resulted in adams and mckenney uh, with a with a great one two, and then McKenney finishing the one two with another one to Wood, who didn't even pay any attention and just turned and shot. Um, and it's like, okay, that's good. That's a good sign because next time it'll be Sergeant in that situation, and, and will Sergeant will be looking. Yeah. You know. So I and, I, I, and we saw I, that between I, Sergeant and Wea in this game a little bit, and especially in the in the previous game. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the the Wea chance where it's just, this was another huge error on the part of the the, the camera situation. Uh, they they like cut it's like it cut from replays to Wea blazing over the bar. It was like a corner in our <laughs> half. And then 30 seconds of replays, and then way up blazing over the bar. Um, and from what I could tell, from the footage I found of, the, of this chance, uh, it looked like a, a guilt-edged, perfect chance that you expect a, a top-level striker to put away. So there's a world where Tim Weah just isn't that good and never learns how to do that. But... Um, you know, I feel like you you have to get the, those kind of games out of your system maybe early if you're a, if you're a normal mortal and not a Pulisic Pulisicky kind of person, um, you have to get those games out of your system and and be in those spots to miss a couple so that you can get revved up. You, you know? do, so. but I gotta say, man, <clears throat> how often do you see speaking just on on Tim Wea? How often have we actually seen someone with the athletic? prowess of a top level player but who didn't have the mentality are can you think of examples of anybody who actually developed that mentality i think it's far more and it's yedlin. a leading question like no well all right so we can talk about yedlin but just just to say i think it's a lot more co- common to see somebody with the right mentality who gets who gets lucky and grows a, a little physically yes you know and that, I, that's, I do agree that's more I do agree. It, it's not a good plan to hope that players d- 
develop the right mentality later. I right, think we should right. be looking for the right mentality and develop. You want you want cold blooded, yeah. but raw. Yeah, and and yeah, especially yeah. for a goal scorer. And Yedlin, I mean, let's talk about Yedlin. Has it really? I mean, we saw some Yedliny shit this game. Has his mentality? We did. I mean, uh, he's definitely improved. Straight out of not, bounds for a corner. He's never. That ever, was that was great. Come on, dog. Yeah. yeah, he like ripped it. He rips <laughs> he it ripped to it. no yeah, one. Exactly. And it's like <laughs> curving. It's like spinning, spiraling, it's spinning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been a. It would have been a sick 30-yard screamer. So the dude is never going to be, you know, dependable, <laughs> fucking dependable defender. Like, he's gotten a lot better, and I think he's gotten close to his max of dependability. You know what I mean? His ceiling of of that mentality that a defender needs is where he's close to, and he's good enough for our team, and he will be the guy for another four or five years, uh, I think, but... But I don't think we should be looking for Yedlins. I think we should be looking for uh, for the the other one, uh, Keaton Parks's, you know, and and uh, Anthony Robinsons maybe. And Anthony Robinsons, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, um, has seeing Viafania again. Um, Anthony Robinson is is, yeah. is cresting a little bit. He's eclipsing. He, he's cresting. Yes, he he is is certainly. Um, I noticed one thing about Yedlin that I had not seen before, which I think he's he's working on developing, uh-huh. which is his crossing style. Where I don't know if you noticed this, but he 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 almost like looks like he's about to flip in the air. His, his follow through is so strong. He he slams his foot back and so far through the ball that it looks like he's actually about to flip in midair. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's something he's he's you you he's see doing like something. yeah he's doing something you, and there's it's funny with Yedlin because like it feels like since he's you know Euro based and um and all that we see him like every four months and he's different he's like way different <laughs> is, in some yeah. weird way <laughs> it's like it's like my friends back home in New York they'll say the same thing about me every time I see you again it's like you've discovered something new about yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And that's how yeah, Yedlin's yeah. back. He's oh, he's got the hair. He's doing the ponytail with the yeah. braids. No, he's got this. <laughs> and now you thing. have this crazy crossing style. But you, you actually do still kick the ball <laughs> off uh, out of out of our own end line <laughs> from Lord. from literally thirty yards away. Yeah, but his reaction to that, billions. he's getting used to it. He's unfazed by his own idiocracy at this point, which is nice. Nice to see. Yeah, hey, you, you know, he, he hey, recovered quickly from that. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think you're right. I think you're right that like that he's at at ceiling or close, you know, yeah. close to ceiling, um, and the, this is what we're gonna get. But um, I'm I am overall satisfied with how that all played out, um, and I, I I like it maybe more in regard to what we could see in future, like with this, identifying, you know, you get a couple years of top level coaching. And you look like a completely different player. You know, there's yeah. some physical development and whatnot. But for, between ages 22 and 24, he became a totally different player. This so it's kind of cool to see that that really kind of works and can happen. And that the the trajectory or the plan does something. Because, um, yeah, these, these things can be frustratingly random. <laughs> it can. We got lucky. Yeah. We could have no Yedlin. We could have a shit Yedlin at the Sounders right now. Um, yeah, and we don't. We have a good Yedlin. Yeah, folks, yeah, yeah. let's move forward. There is a game happening. It's going to be USA, there our boys, is. versus them France boys. Le bleu, le bleu, le bleu, viva le bleu. 
Red, white, and blue. X2. Anyways, the game is Saturday, June 9th, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Have a seat, Swami Jurgen. No need for you. I looked it up in advance. Uh, it's going to be fun. First questions first, as always. Who are these people? Who are these people? Terrifying sights and sounds. Guys, this is an exciting Who Are These People? Why? Because so exciting. it's kind of a little bit of a Jealous Yanks preview. We're going to be doing a series on this show once a week during the World Cup. Uh, join us for it. It'll be called the Jealous Yanks because we want to talk about the World Cup because we're jealous and we aren't there because we're Yanks. So that's that. We're going to talk Hence. about it. <laughs> Hence. <laughs> that's <laughs> how we got that. You get it? Do you get it? <laughs> get it. Got it. Got it. Uh, the, uh, so so uh, this is an exciting time for us to kind of to, to start talking about the fucking World Cup because Les Bleu, they're going, they're good, they're exciting. They're the kind of team that people like to talk about on things like Sports Center. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and they got a lot of stars. Ty, who are these, uh, who, who are we looking at here across, across the line? So speaking of uh, Billiams. Billiams. Um, I just looked up the, the, the total value of the French squad on transfermarket.com, my, my source oh, for transfer-related information, oh, no. is over a billion euros. That's not a over joke, a folks. Over a billion euros. No, you did not no mishear jokes. that. I haven't looked it up. I mean, I, gotta, I would assume that there's a couple squads who are close, but I think, oh, man, they got to be pretty high up there, if not top. Because they are just stacked with players who are not only great but young. Yeah, yeah. I would hungry and fresh. I would have a look at maybe like anyone who's got players in in China right now. Those are the high, right, right. the highest yeah. grossing. Right. But anyways, yeah. There's there's a shit ton of money going into this team. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. And it's 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 a new look. Uh, France. There's. Um, By the way, I gotta a, say, I, this is obvious, but the money's not going into the French national team. These players are getting paid to play for club teams, and that and that's the salaries we're adding up. Anyways. Yeah, I mean there there is a certain amount of uh, right. Uh, that is actually what I was saying, but uh, there is money that goes into building a team of this uh, quality, and it's the kind of thing that the U.S has attempted to do in the past. Um, the, the French team, one of the origins of their sort of modern um, style and somewhat success, often on success, has been the academy in Clairefontaine that they have that was kind of a pioneering uh, method for developing players. And the U.S. Um, has its own version of that, or had its own version of that in Bradenton, uh, with the idea of doing a similar thing of taking the best young players in, in the country and getting them together and indoctrinating them in the style and all that. And it's kind of interesting that it didn't really work for, for the U.S. Our maybe sucked. because the U.S. is so big. Um, yeah, some, some strange combination of factors. But in the case of the French team, the pipeline is just cranking, and these kids are ridiculous. Every position on the field, they have exciting young talent. Let's drop some names um, for the peeps, man. What are some names okay, so, out there? I'm guessing we'll see the 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 first eleven, you know, because it's the last friendly and the send off and all of that. So we're we're probably gonna go. Let's let's throw uh, Antoine Griezmann out there as the as the nine. You ever and heard then, of um, him? 
Left wing, right wing will go Mbappe, probably. Good probably God. throw him out there. Uh, Usman Dembele. Oh, no. You want to play? Uz, you want to play? Those guys, by the uh, way, under 20, both of them. To pro- probably, probably number one and number two best players under 20. Is that fair? I mean, I, I'm not sure about Dembele, but close. Oh, Dembele's so, over 20? Wicked young. Wicked young. Wicked young. How old is Dembele? Is um, he 21, 22? He he's he is twenty one. Okay, he is 21. that's Thanks my bad. Thanks to transfermarket.com. I, he's frozen at Dortmund in my yeah. mind, so he's yeah. been he's been aging on the Barcelona bench for a while. We're gonna at the at the ten. We can go for Nabil Fekir, uh, all star, baller extraordinaire, holding it down. Pogba, it's your boy Paul, Paul Pauly. Polly Nips. Polly Nips. He's about he's worth about seventy-nine million euros more than, than our Polly Nips. Yeah. Uh and Conte will will no lock big. it down no in, big. in defensive midfield. He's like the no big. just if if you guys you guys have maybe never heard of this these obscure players, N'Golo Conte is the Tyler Adams of France. He's he he might just be. He's the Kyle Beckerman of France. <laughs> he's oh, he's God. like he's, this is so uh, depressing. The reason the reason I I make that comparison is the the small frame, big big impact kind of player, an endless engine type of thing. But no, it is straight up depressing. If we fill in the roles oh. of like, oh, that's that's their guy. That the, our guy who does that is yeah, our ooh. guy who does that. Ooh boy, uh, they're they're um, Andre Diedlin. Uh, I guess it's a, that one's a little hard to say. There's a couple options. Um, at left back, probably Benjamin Mendy of Man City, superstar. Yeah, Center whatever. back, we'll go for Rafael Varane. Just you know, won the Champions League, 25 years old, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for uh, Samuel Umtiti of Barcelona. Oh, That's the he's other so good. <laughs> and we'll, the we'll just cap it off with Hugo Lloris of of Tottenham. You know, top top five keeper. keeper in the world yeah it's fine no bigs no bigs so um from our team our our 11 let's see is anyone would anyone even be close to the second team no no don't think so nope, nope. the answer is no. <laughs> do you guys need a backup for Giroud and Griezmann the there are <laughs> yeah there's like there are there are a couple ways our players could get on there by being so young that you just that that we're talking about an alternate reality in which they develop in the French system. <laughs> they, that could work. Or uh, Ooh, it could be... It could thought be, experiment. Thought experiment time. Yes. Or the only other okay, one yeah, is a yeah. little nepotism uh, <laughs> for George Weah. Yeah, exactly. Tim, Tim exactly. Weah might... Uh, if Tim Weah can get on PSG's right. starting lineup, Tim Weah can right, right. somehow get his Maybe way onto Tim Weah any can fucking go to team. Fontaine. Other yeah, than that, yeah. are we talking about, like, skill-wise, are our players even on the bench, even in the picture? No, dog, no. So what do you think if, um, let's say, so who's, who's like somebody who's pretty good, who's developed to a, a decent level? A Michael Bradley, okay. let's say. Yeah, Michael Bradley, Michael Bradenton Bradley, product, no? Am I, yes? If a, yeah, 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 I think so. I think yeah. so. If, I think he was if first a Michael Gen Bradley Braden. was born, if he was born in, you know, wherever, Lyon. He's a perfect uh, example for this How good he really would is. he be? He would be much better. How good better. would he be? Yeah, he you'd you'd have to think so, right? We've got a Michael Bradley who has an incredible engine and clearly at times an incredible technique. 
He can score from the halfway Clearly. line sometimes. He can he can pinpoint across to a specific spot on your shoulder. He sometimes. can score on a corner. He can score on a corner some one time, one time, and then try that every one time. time again for the rest of his life. And yet, he was unable to uh, he was unable to impact that game against Trinidad. Let's just say it, or right. many other right. games. Many that's just one. That's a high profile mm-hmm. one, but many yep. games during that cycle. If he developed in the French system, to answer your question from my fucking armchair, I think he'd be a far better player. I think he'd be a Premier League uh, starter for you know the prime of his career. Like yeah, the Ch- Champions League level starter. Do I think he'd yeah. be? Yeah, I think he'd be a Champions League level starter. I mean, the guy's got all the tools. He just doesn't seem to do it. So, yeah, and and there's no way to know if to, there's no way there's no reason to argue over whether or not that Michael Bradley is making this French team. But for sure, it I you know, we're talking about nurture being way more impactful than we often uh, think of it. We we often think that talent is born and these players are just magic, and they're not. I mean, it's nurture. We got We got We can make this happen. And um, there is the Clairefontaine factor, but there is also the uh, street soccer factor. Yeah. Um, there is a fantastic documentary. Who, who likes docs? <laughs> Got any doc lovers out there? <laughs> who likes a doc? I love, I love a doc. I love soccer. There's a wonderful documentary called Concrete Football that is about the uh, street courts in Paris. And uh, one Usman Dembele is is interviewed, filmed in this uh, documentary, talking about the the unique culture and no way. ridiculous at what age? level at uh, 18, 17, 18. There's one he's just kind of breaking out. Damn, that's um, awesome. Yeah, and uh, what's his face from Leon? Mares is in it. No, not from Leon. Oh my gosh, from Leicester. Mares is in it, and then. There is a French rapper named Gradure in this uh, in this doc who is wearing a U.S. national team jersey in his interview. Bizarre. Just gonna drop that crossover crossover <laughs> cultural situation here. Uh, maybe we can just get a little of that. Fairy you know, dust, if a rapper grows up in France, dust. do they develop into a world class rapper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like if, Nats if, and I like rapping. <laughs> well, if. Uh, if Drake, ooh, Drake's a bad example. Yeah, it's not a good example. Canada. If if Wiz Khalifa was born in France and not the United States, it, would he be a decent rapper? That's a that's a good question. The 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 ciphers the our ciphers here are the equivalent of street soccer. Truth. in France. Yeah, I mean, yeah, New um, York City, baby, birth of hip hop. Exactly. So anyway, watch this documentary. It's great. It explains why this time is so important and why, um, you know, especially for poorer communities in France, this has become this huge cultural touch point um, and, and something that, that is yielding results uh, at, a, at a high level in terms of actual players, which is really cool. And meanwhile, the U.S. has some, uh, you know, Interest. There is interest, and and there is activity in trying to establish those kinds of things here. There's a, a story recently about the Red Bulls doing a bunch of small small fields in the in the New York area. There's a great story recently about um, Atlanta United, oh, who so awesome. took a. Uh, there was this like random part of a train station that was just like filled with garbage, 
basically just like forgotten little corner of the train station. And they turned it into a, a small sided field. And it's like, uh, you know, t- tough, durable turf. They've got a little place where you can sit and, and, you know, watch or rest or whatever. And they have metal goals. Perfect. The perfect place to go kill two hours, you know, literally like on your way back from, from work or in the morning on the way to work or school or whatever. Um, so wonderful. We want to see that. We want, we want lots and lots more of that. And, uh, you'll, you'll see some of the, the, uh, output of that phenomena phenomenon, which of course is not unique to France, but, but I think France is a, is a good example of where it has really taken hold. So tune in, my dudes, and, uh, and, and pay attention to the world around you, you know? We are seeing some of these things happening here. Um, and when we tune in on Saturday, we'll get to see how fucking good France got because of stuff like that. And just know that our actions have consequences. And if we do the right stuff, we, we can develop more players that are on that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can totally do it. Yeah. And if we do the wrong stuff, we can go out against Trinidad on the last day of qualifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So our actions well, matter. Yeah. The, the, See, the, the thing that the bothers French, me... The, the French aren't going to teach us many lessons about avoiding disasters because they have plenty of those. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, the pattern of good World Cup, bad World Cup, I think will come to an end this, this time where... They, God, they look so good. It's hard to imagine them imploding, but I guess it was kind of hard to imagine some of the other teams imploding too. So. Anything can happen, man. Anything. We'll see. That we'll fucking see. tournament um, is a pressure cooker. A, a quick side note with with uh, with France. I would expect them to play kind of a four one four one ish four three three kind of situation um, with you know one striker, four defenders. You fill in the blanks however you wish. So that will be interesting for, for the U.S. fan to, to identify, you know, how, how their players um, operate in that system, the, the partnerships, the responsibilities that they have. Um, so you're saying and, it's similar to, to our, our formation? It's like, a, is that what you're saying? Yeah, though, with the caveat that I think, you know, lots of teams play that way. I don't, I don't think we, we like it so much because it's unique to the U.S. I think we like it because it's simple. You know, I, I would say it's, it's maybe the modern equivalent of the 4-4-2 where mm-hmm. things, other things come and go, but that, that basic 4-3-3 system is, is going to be there. Um, and what I like about it in particular for internationals is that, uh, you know, any player is going to have experience playing in that system. It's not going to be like the 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 five two three what was it five 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 two two one that we trotted out against um, Mexico in the first game of the hex that Jurgen Jurgen went for um, classic where Jürgen. where players are like wait what who wait who, where where am I what position he's like all right let's 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 keep it basic and we can see how this how this relatively basic uh, but but totally sufficient system plays in in the skilled feet of the French team. It, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. Join us. Join us for it. Let's jump into a little hopes and fears. That was a good one. What are your hopes and your fears for this game, man? Coming up. Coming up. Uh, I have a, an obscure hope. Yeah. I believe that Dave Saruman okay. came out in the Bolivia game in a sort of normal kind of tracksuit situation. Right. The game against Ireland, he comes out with this cut white shirt, crisp, pro- professionally pressed white shirt. 
pressed. So that's we, the U.S. has been escalating in these three matches towards a you know superior opponents each time. I'm hoping that Sarakan comes out decked out in <laughs> some if sort Sarah of jacket. Some, if Sarah yeah. can dresses up as much as France is a tails. step up from Ireland, my man <laughs> will be fitted like that picture of Tupac and Snoop Dogg that everyone yeah, has a poster exactly. of in their college exactly. dorm. Yeah, they're going to have to Photoshop him in. Yeah, uh, th- th- That would be fantastic. As for an on-the-field hope, um, I'll, go for, I'll go for the heart attack kids. The heart attack Stephen kids. Miazga CCV. I... You know, I, last time we discussed it, we were thinking maybe the Stefan thing is just a little too heart attacky. But right. as, I, as I grow more and more comfortable with the idea of, you know, handing the keys to, to Miazga and CCV, um, I feel like the U.S. system could use something, which is a, a keeper who kind of presses the, put, pushes up a little bit can play out of the back a little bit, can become a part of the buildup a little bit more, which Zach Steffen can absolutely do. It's the 4-4-3. It's the 4-4-3. <laughs> That's my actual hope is the 4-4-3 with Steffen. Uh, somewhere in that number, numerological. It's the one, it's the <laughs> one four one four one. With goalkeeper. Yeah, in our formation, you do have to put the goalie yeah. in the quick number abbreviation because our goalie is playing sweeper legitimately. You know, I think uh, I, I, I like the heart attack kids. I think, yeah, and, and given that Bill Hamid is not dazzling us, we're, we're not really seeing anything from elsewhere. Zach Steffen looks like the best choice at the moment. Uh, let's invest in that a little bit, see how that goes. I do love Miazga CCV. However, I also quite liked seeing Eric Palmer Brown play. And I myself uh, haven't seen too much of him play. Uh, and I'd like to see him play more. So I wouldn't mind it if we got Miazga Eric Palmer Brown. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I just think that's a, that's a possibility moving forward. Yeah, um, indeed. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, I, I just like, I like that, that triangle. I li- yeah, they, that tri- they know I mean, each other. Yeah. It's they, true. They got a thing, and then maybe you squirt. Maybe we squirt uh, Eric Palmer Brown up to stopper, right? Instead of Will Trap, and then we get some terror because it's EPB, McKenny, and Adams working that oh, kind God. of. Oh God! You know get that in. that could work. So yeah, and uh, and and in in a recent example, I don't remember who the partner was in the in the midfield three, but Adams and EPB played midfield together against Mexico in the Concacaf U twenty Championships, which was one of the best youth team performances of the last five years and were imperious. I don't think Mexico had a shot in that game. It was like that level of, of good. And I I think it was the first time we'd ever beaten them in that tournament. Um, So EPB very capable of playing in midfield. That's, that is worth noting if they want to go for, for a more steely, more tackle, tackly um, number six, that midfield would just be fantastic. And I would love that. You know, if, uh, if there's one thing we can do against France, it's it is body them up, be be physical. They're not too physical because we want to get invited back. Um, <laughs> yeah, not that be physical. be a presence and and give them some problems and and just at least make make things tough on them. You know, um, make them do things that they're not comfortable doing. That should be part of the U.S. style. Yeah, and we're not going to out technique these guys. I mean, I don't know. I we don't want to we don't want to go far too far down the road of being like of throwing technique out the window in the face of good opponents. 
Um, but I myself think that at the highest level, at our highest level, playing high level opponents, we are a little bit destroyery. I don't think I think our six ideally the ideal six. We should play the per- the person who's best in the position. But our ideal would I think be somebody who's a bruiser. Um, yeah, I don't you know think how- we're, we should be looking for the f- the finesse kind of player in that position. I think. We should be looking for a bruiser. And right. I say that with all due respect and love and hearts towards Keaton Parks uh, um, and Will Trapp, but they're not really bruisers. And maybe Eric Palmer Brown would be a better fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how the, the Dutch fans were like really disappointed about the style of the team in 2010 when they made it to the finals? So they did it by sacrificing their artistry and history and culture uh, and, and sending Nigel de Jong flying in at... at wild challenges right yes well that that is a little too far that's a model it is and that doesn't go against our tradition it totally doesn't it goes with our traditions (laughs) so so for me like i would be psyched if our team was just like freaking bruisers who yeah who uh, you know can pass the ball and can can play a one-two and can pass out of you know pressure in the back and all that stuff not that it should be the only thing but that that can be one of our strengths is that we always out physical you and the game is going to be freaking impossible for any opponent, especially opponents that want to, um, let's see, you know, put their foot on the ball and, and, and look around like yeah. that, that will be something that is impossible to do against the U S and that I think that could be a legit strength. So I, I don't mind trending in that direction. When I think of the ideal U S national team, I think that's, that's a part of the character of it. Indeed. I hope we get to see Anthony Robinson again. Mm, Anthony Jedi. Get in. I want to see I want to see how he does, man. He he's uh he he sticks out in my memory. There's he sticks about out. that yeah. kid. Yeah, he um, does. And yeah, it'll be really great if he can just get get some minutes at Everton next year. You know, from the tiny tiny bits that we've been able to see of him, it looks like he's he's a real player and I know he did well at at Bolton, so it's certainly possible. It's a, you know the, that's that's his arc is to to come back from the loan and start getting minutes this year. Everton's been been good at developing uh, players in the past. So so let's see. Let us see, let us folks. See. I simply love it when I receive something in the mail that I forgot that I ordered. Mm. Good feeling, huh? Bonus. Bonus. <laughs> yeah. It's an I've Alex budgeted, bonus. I've already budgeted and I forgot I spent that money. Here it is. It's a gift from me. A gift from me to me in my, in my, that I forgot about. <laughs> Free Band-Aids. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've been getting really uh, safety conscious in my, late at night. I, late I don't night. know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm forgetting all about these purchases. I love the fact that... Uh, Gaming really has not moved on from the 90s and that like mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch is still cool and, and like, you know, Super Smash is still a thing early 2000s. Like the graphics continue to improve, but we still want to play Nintendo Switches. What's up with that? It's cultural. It's interesting and cool to me. And I love uh, <laughs> I love when uh, when a drainage system works properly. That's fluid dynamics in motion. Wow. Man. But I don't love any I didn't of see that, that one coming. <laughs> I don't love any of that shit <laughs> as much as I love the Nats. Goodbye, people. Ugh. Viva the Yanks! It's we the people. 
It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people.